Hi, I'm Holly, your host of the Crush the Rush podcast. I work full-time and run a full-time coaching business. I started my first coaching business when my twins were 18 months old, and I was excited to start something I was passionate about, but overwhelmed with how to make progress in such small pockets of time. The methods of working three to four hours a day in blocks of time didn't work, quite frankly, because I didn't have it. So my mission is to share how you can put together your own side hustle strategy and plan that works for you without giving up your goals and still focusing on your priorities. I can't wait to help you grow your business and more importantly, enjoy that well-deserved time off. Let's get to the show. Hey you, I wanted to pop in here with an exclusive invite to my private Facebook community, Crush the Rush, where I go live every Monday to give you my best tips and tricks on how to run a full-time business on a part-time schedule. Plus, I teach you the strategy and the systems that I use on a daily basis and give you the boost of motivation you need. And there's more. We have guest speakers, monthly workshops, and you get direct access to me and the community to ask questions and really take your goals to the next level. If you love this podcast, you are going to love the Crush the Rush community. You can jump in via the link in the show notes, and I cannot wait to connect more. You are listening to episode 66 of the Crush the Rush podcast. And today I wanted to take a deeper dive into email marketing because there are a few mistakes you might be making that are super easy to fix. And you might be asking, Holly, why are you talking about this so much? Well, I sort of think as email marketing and automation and systems as like flying unicorns in my business. It's how I've automated my network marketing business. So think uh, back end, client welcome sequence, onboarding, training, and it's how I've been able to launch a second business while working full time. It is all about the automation. But here's the thing, automation done wrong can actually hurt you. So think unsubscribers, people feel like they're a number, etc. So I want to help you do it right. So today's pep talk is all about the six mistakes you might be making with your email marketing and how to improve. P.S. I'm going to pop in here really quick because if you loved all the email marketing content that I've been bringing you, then you are going to want to jump over to hollymariehaines.com forward slash course and jump on the wait list for the Crush the Rush Lead Magnet Bundle. This is brand new. It's coming out next week and it is a done for you system that you are going to be able to apply in less than one day. It includes how to create your ideal lead magnet, done-for-you Canva templates, how to create nurture sequence that convert to sales, done-for-you email swipe files, and how to set up the backend, those technical tutorials that everyone asks for. If you use email marketing right, every new subscriber is an extra dollar per month in revenue. You're not going to want to miss this. Go to hollymariehaines.com forward slash course and jump on the wait list so you can grab all the bonuses coming next week. All right, now on to the good stuff. So mistake number one that you might be making with your email list is you are sending newsletters out every week. I sort of feel like this is like 
1990 kind of uh, methodology. And trust me, I have fallen into the trap. So it is okay. So don't get me wrong. I've seen some really amazing weekly recaps, but it should be very little about you and all about value. So you want to make sure you are sending so much value that they are like, holy crap, I can't believe this girl is able to do all of this. But we all know on the back end that automation is helping. And so if you are sending out a weekly newscap, recap, newscap, recap, whatever, newsletter, you want to make sure it's not the old school newsletter where it's all about me and what I did this week, but instead it's all about the value that you have brought. So an example is maybe you are repurposing your content on a lot of different platforms. And so maybe you're pointing them to where they can get free training, or maybe you're pointing them to a guide that might be helpful or a blog post or a live video that you did. It should be packed with value. And remember, a small list that wants exactly what you're offering is better than a big list that isn't committed. So make sure that when you are sending things out, especially if you're doing it on a weekly basis, that it is so much value that they cannot wait to open your next email. Mistake number two is no dead ends. And I think I have said this in every single training or podcast I have done about customer communication, but do not have someone opt into something without an extraordinary follow-up. And that's what makes you stand out. So as an example, if you are sending out a lead magnet, you obviously are sending them that lead magnet. But then maybe you have a follow-up with a like bonus tip on how to use whatever you're sharing with them or an additional resource. If you are giving them a course, maybe you're checking in after seven days or three days. Maybe you are sending them a personal story about how you used this tool and how it helped you, but of course you are making sure that it is not all about you and you are then flipping it to how they can apply the same techniques to make it about them. One of my favorites is after 30 days, check in and congratulate them for sort of taking the next step and really, you know, getting into whatever you're teaching. It's just sort of that extra step that a lot of people do not do. And you want to make sure that if you are asking somebody to sort of step into your business world, Again, you are over delivering, you are following up, and you have some sort of system in place where you are continuing to keep it going. So maybe you are every month checking in, maybe every month you're sending some sort of value-added content. It doesn't have to be every week or every day. It just needs to be on a consistent schedule. And I always say email has the ability that many channels do not. So you want to create valuable personal touches at scale. So make it personal. Make sure you're chatting with your ideal niche client. What are their pain points? How are you going to help solve them? Think about how you are adding value. And if you haven't caught that theme for this podcast episode, it definitely makes a huge difference. Mistake number three kind of goes with mistake number two, but one of my favorite quotes from Seth Godin is, why waste a sentence saying nothing? And it kind of goes back to the value. But mistake number three is do not sell every single 
time. You should most likely have three to six nurture emails before you ask for a sale. And a sale might not even look like a sale. It might be like join my Facebook group or join my free challenge. You want to send value and you want to show how you can help them. And more importantly, you want to show how they can get a quick win. And the whole purpose of this whole sequence is to get them to know, like, and trust you so that when you do come in with a sale, it's a no-brainer because you've already helped them so much. And number three, I really like to focus on make your customer the hero of the story. Get them a quick win and then push for the sale later. Mistake number four is make sure that you give your list a quarterly cleaning. So how often are you actually going in and making sure that your email list is reaching the right people? So I use ConvertKit, which I love and I talk about all the time. And yes, there is still a free 30-day trial that you can grab in the show notes. But in ConvertKit, you can actually run a query, it's not hard, And you can choose all of your cold subscribers. So this means that any subscribers that have not opened their email, and I think it's like six weeks or 90 days, I can't remember the number, but you can choose to send them an email and just say, hey, I noticed you haven't opened my emails in a couple weeks. I just wanted to make sure that it was relevant to you. If it's not, feel free to unsubscribe. And then you can either mention that you will unsubscribe them themselves if they don't reapply or, you know, click a link or just keep it as a reminder so that they can make sure that they open your next email. It's sort of up to you how you'd like to do it, but you want to make sure that at least on a quarterly basis, you're sending a message and asking for feedback or reminding them that they can unsubscribe if it isn't a right fit. And I think this is a good practice because your business changes just like everyone else's does. And you may, um, you know, have pivoted on some different topics that you're teaching. Or like in my case, I had to segment my email list because my network marketing list, I legally cannot send emails about my business to unless they opt in. And so I really needed to make sure that I was targeting the right people and reaching the right people. So it's just a good practice to make sure that your email list is functioning the way that you would like it to and that you are getting rid of people that are not reading your emails. Most email platforms Uh, charge you based on the number of subscribers. So if you clean those up, you'll make sure that you're only paying for what you're using. Mistake number five is make sure that you have a clear subject line. And when it comes to subject lines, you want to spend some time thinking about it because the subject line is the first thing that your ideal client reads. And research shows that one, you want to make sure that your subject line is very eye-catching and makes sense. But the ones that have emojis or that are personalized tend to do way better. So if you're a big fan of Russell Brunson, who I follow and follow his techniques, he mentions and teaches what is a hook that will get them to keep reading. So what is something that you can say in the subject line that they're like, hey, I definitely want to check this out. I can tell you one of my 
best performing subject lines is I need your help. And it is in my nurture sequence and it's like halfway through it. So they've gotten to know me a little bit. And then at the end, I ask, hey, I need your help. I'd love to know what you're struggling with the most in your business. And it's a way for me to get feedback and to get to know them a little bit better. The second thing that you want to do is look at what are the first few sentences in your email, because this is what shows up as a preview in many text platforms. So you don't want to have a space or a picture because then nothing is going to show up. You want to make sure that you have a sentence that is going to keep them reading. And a lot of times many people skip this or they don't pay attention to the subject line and it really, really matters. And the last but not least number mistake is make sure you are sending your emails at a time when your audience is reading it. And a lot of times your email platform will just default to some random time that they will send something if you schedule it. And you want to make sure that you go in and you adjust that so that you know when your audience is getting the emails. So as an example, if you're working full time, an email at 10 a.m. on Wednesday is probably not the best time, even though it might be when you had a break to write it your audience is probably working. So you really want to think about your message and when your audience is going to read it. And P.S., the most popular time to send emails, and if you go back and look at when you're receiving emails, is early Tuesday morning. So you can obviously use statistics and look back at when you're sending emails and what performed the best. Metrics are always the best way to see what's working. But if you aren't sure, I would try a Tuesday morning with an emoji in the subject and a great hook in the subject and see how it performs. And that's the six steps or the six mistakes you may be making that I feel like are very easy tweaks to really take your email marketing next level. I hope this was helpful and I will chat with you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Crush the Rush podcast. If this was helpful to you, I'd love it if you would please leave a review. It is truly what makes this show keep going and keeps the amazing guests possible. Even better, tag me on Instagram stories and let me know what you think. I cannot wait to hear from you.